Hi, I'm Patty. And I'm Maria. And this is Spooky, Sexy, Scary. The podcast where we watch a scary movie. And then we decide if it's spooky, sexy, or scary. They're here! Michael, come down here! This guy looks more like a zombie. Should I run him through? I've only got one question for you, and I want an honest answer. Have you taken any human victims yet? Of course not. If you're telling the truth, it means we can save you. He's telling the truth! Aren't you, Michael? To free you, we must destroy the leader of the vampires. David. I don't want names. Just lead me to him. Where's their nest? Wow. Wow. Very intense. Very intense. Very scary moment. I'm Patty. I'm Maria. And this is Spooky, Sexy, Scary. And today our guest is our number one fan. Super fan. Graham! Hey! Hey! What movie did you bring us? I brought you The Lost Boys from 1987. And thank you. It was amazing. <laughs> this movie changed my life. If I saw this movie when I was like 10, I would have gone down a different path. I don't understand Patty's like movie taste at all. Me either. They change all the time. All the time. What what drew you t- into this, Patty? It was so much fun. The music was fun. It was mm. bopping. It was hopping. It felt good. Everyone was beautiful. Beautiful. <laughs> everything beautiful, was, yeah. Yeah, everything was beautiful. Um, the Feldmans, I learned, so, or the Corys, there's only one Feldman. <laughs> I learned so much about the Corys, and oh, I'm so sad that the Haim one is dead. Hamster. Yeah, Hamster. Wait, Hames. Hames. Hames or Hames? Corey Hame, I believe. Oh, yes. Yeah, yeah. It was... That is sad. How did he die? Do we know? An overdose. Mm. Yeah, I have a lot of information about him that I just learned. Oh, wow. He was such a cute boy. He was. He had a lot of energy. I liked that. He He, had a lot of natural charisma, I thought. He Mm -hmm. did. He was such a perfect, like, perfect person to be in this role. Whoever cast this movie, A+. plus. We had um, Keither Suver- Sutherland. Keither Sutherland. Keither Sutherland, the 24 man. Yes. We have the Corys. Um, the guy from Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yeah, Alex Winter. Yeah, Alex Winter. He looks like a, or is that Bill Winter? Which one looks like a Renaissance painting? I think that was Alex. Okay. Who's Bill Winter? I thought I thought Andy said something about oh, the winter. Oh, uh, yeah, but then he was mistaken. It was oh, Alex okay, Winter. okay. I was like, the Winter Brothers. The Winter the Brothers. Win- the Winter Brothers are in The Lost Boys. Could be. Did you like this movie? No. Really? Uh, the thing is, okay, sometimes 80s music from this like late 80s, like I'm almost grunge situation mm-hmm makes my brain feel like it's melty and <laughs> depressed and I want to go to sleep or get a migraine. Was, so that's what happened. It was definitely, you know, it it came out in 87 and I think this was towards the end of the 80s like getting into the grunge era. So yeah. for me, like these these were the people when I was in first grade, these were the people that were in 6th grade, 7th grade that mm. looked cool and I was like I want to be these guys, but literally 2 years later we were into grunge and it totally changed. So I see. This they, is kind of like the last hurrah, I think. They were so cool looking. I don't necessarily so cool like looking. when things are made to look gritty. Oh, me either. I've not always been that way, though. I I typically don't, but I 
think that this movie really did it well. I was fine until there was that very slick saxophone playing man. Oh, I that's what really, really, really brought me in. <laughs> oh my goodness. And literally, I think that was a staple of 80s movies was a saxophone playing guy on the beach during a party. I wanted to be in that party. I did want to have that much fun. I wanted to be there. This movie came out in 87? I believe so. Mm-hmm. Okay, I wasn't born yet, but if I was, I would have been at that party. No matter, no, no matter, matter the age. No matter the age. Even if I was born in 86, I still would have been there. Oh, my God. Well, there is... Okay, so there is this band of vampires. And it's very obvious that they're vampires from the get-go. Yes. Um, But I think you're supposed to be surprised, maybe, that they're vampires? They just have that look. Um, So there's four four main guys, right? Mm -hmm. There's Marco, David... I'm amazed that you remember these yeah, names. <laughs> Edgar, really well. Edgar, Edgar, Michael. No. Oh, Edgar wasn't a vampire. Who was Edgar? Edgar, um, Edgar was one of the Frog Brothers. One of the Frog Brothers. Those are the guys that work at the comic shop. Yeah. Okay. Correct. So there was the four main vampires. And they had two half vampires. They had Star and Laddie. <laughs> wow. Oh my God. Oh, Laddie was the, the small boy, the small Munchkin boy. looking kid. Mm-hmm. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, and so. These two boys come to town. Their their parents mm-hmm. got a divorce. One of them's like twenty eight, and the other one is <laughs> ten. <laughs> There's a huge age difference between them two. They but in reality they looked like they were. I don't know. That ten year old was too old to he be was taking 15. a bath and having so much fun. Oh, he was having a blast. He was supposed yeah. to be fifteen, or, he, he, or he, the actor was fifteen. When so after after the movie we watched. Uh, Maria bought the movie because it was three ninety nine to rent it, and it was four ninety nine to buy it. So she just <laughs> bought it. So now I own it. And it came with facts. I don't know what are they called? Special features. Um, it was called the Feldog and Hamps- Hamster. Hamster. A story of two Corys. Yes, and in there, in that, we find out that they were both fifteen when they were filming oh but the movie. actor though how or i'm sorry the character the character was between 10 and 12 i wow. think that's a good range yeah yeah i feel like he looked like he was like 13 to 15 when he was taking that bath i was like this kid should not be taking a bath uh i thought that too but then i remembered that i'm a grown woman and i take a bath yeah, so what's the difference it's very differently you I think don't it's know. just the fact that he was singing and shampooing his hair. Oh, so... he had too much shampoo. Yeah. Oh, he was so cute. And what was he singing? I That I wanted to know, and I never, I should have got my phone out. I really, it. really, really liked that scene. And then the brother, David, comes, or no, 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 Michael. 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 Yeah, Michael. How many times in this movie was the word Michael said? At least 150. That's ridiculous. You know what? I actually, I believe it because I feel like every time I even thought any thought, the word Michael was said. Yes. It was like, Michael, get me that newspaper. Michael, we're vampires. Michael, your dad and I are getting a divorce. Michael. Yeah, it was really strange. They they never used like he or him no. or <laughs> there was nothing. It was always straight up Michael. Yeah. Yeah. Even, yeah. It mm-hmm. was never like, where, where's your brother? It's always like, where's Michael? Yeah. Where's Michael? Michael, Michael, just yelling Michael yeah. eight times in a row. When he is lured into vampirism and drinks that that blood, he gets tricked into drinking the blood, and they're like hanging from that bridge. I'm pretty sure they said Michael at least 40 times. 
I'm sure Kiefer Sutherland, in order to get this part, they just had him read one line and he went, Michael. And Michael. Like, you got it. Right. Kiefer. 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 Kiefer is an attractive man. Yeah. Wow. Who would have he, He's guessed? aged quite well, too. I mean, if you've seen him. He looks him, the same. Yeah, if you've oh, seen him man. lately, he. I haven't. Well, I should. I, I don't know what he's done, like, super currently, but. I think he was trying to direct now, too. Mm. Uh, maybe he's getting behind the camera. But he's know. he's in a lot of good uh, 80s, 90s, and then, you know, 24. He's he's had a long career. I loved 24. I never watched it. I didn't know what it was about. Was it about a 24-hour marathon? No. No. It was, was it about a 24-hour restaurant? No. no. Was it about 24 children that don't know their biological parents coming together? No. No, then. but I like that idea. <laughs> I was going to say that, too. That's kind of interesting. There's something there. No, it's like a um, political action drama, and every episode is one hour and 24 hours. And I don't... Maybe you knew the ending of the 24 hours before beginning. I don't remember. What's a political action? Like... <clears throat> like action, but like involving politics. So like an action show, like with spies and guns and oh, hiding oh, and moving oh, 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 and jumping. I was thinking yeah. like political action, like he was at like an oh, like an activist, like he was at like a guns rights no. activist, like House of Cards. <laughs> yeah, is is that what House of Cards is? No. <laughs> oh, <laughs> I didn't. What? What's House of Cards? <laughs> I know. I know. It's about okay. It's about Kevin Spacey running for president. That that oh. is that should be in the Netflix description right there so. <laughs> i feel like i should have known i should have known andy's a big kevin fan all mm. the kevins oh all the kevins yeah he used to have a website actually if you go there it's just blank right now but we he used to own all my kevins wow. and he'd go on there and there'd be all kinds of pictures of kevins wow kevin space he i'm trying to think of any other famous kevins <laughs> so off the top sorry. of my head kevin hart yep oh, kevin hart one. kevin um that guy that plays uh paul blart Kevin, oh, Kevin James. Kevin yeah. McDonald. The we most famous a, of them all. Oh, Kevin, Kevin James. James. I, we have a cutout of Kevin James in our shed. I don't know why. I'd like it to be thrown out. Uh, I was going to say no one has reached out to me about the Leah Remini situation, but that was last episode and it has not been released yet. About oh. about if I, re- if I was hallucinating her parents having <laughs> a um, oh reality God. TV show or not. <laughs> I will tell you about There's this. There's still quickly. time. People could still email us. So I had the flu. Mm-hmm. And I was on my phone and I kept singing, like, it wasn't on my phone the entire time, but every time, like, I would check Facebook or whatever, whenever I was awake, I kept seeing these advertisements for these, this reality TV show about Leah Remini's parents, her dad and her stepdad, trying, like, have this, or her dad and her stepmom have this new reality TV show where they're, like, trying to show the real Leah. But I haven't seen an advertisement for it since I haven't had the flu. So I don't know if it was real or not. Yeah, I know she's been in the press a lot lately because, you know, she's been coming out against Scientology. Yeah. So uh, she's definitely in the zeitgeist right now. So that wouldn't surprise me. But I also have not seen a preview for this show. It, it, it like, has not been on my feed since I've, like been alive again i know this is gonna seem untimely but i don't think i know who lena remini is she's kevin james his um his show he's a ups delivery man always getting into trouble king of queens king of queens yeah his wife in that show oh okay yeah and he's now they're now married on another show called kevin can wait 
where so oh, Kevin I didn't she, know she was in it. Well, she wasn't. Kevin can wait was happening. And then, like, Leah Remini, like, came back into, like, not being in a cult. And so they wanted to put her in the show. So they killed off the wife and Kevin can wait mm. and then brought Leah back on or brought her to the show and made them be married. So they just, like, killed off one of the people in the show to bring her on. That's, that's some Hollywood type ish right there. Yeah. Very interesting. To totally wow. just get rid of some other actress whose livelihood that probably depended on. And like, oh, we'll just replace you with somebody that's like, they've already done this together for nine years and have yeah, and chemistry. I haven't like seen Kevin Can Wait. I have no interest in it. Me neither. But I guess it's basically King of Queens again. Yeah, that I have heard that. Yeah. And that's people are, it's funny to people, I mm-hmm. think. But... I still haven't mm. found it out. I'll definitely keep my eye open for that. Thank you. I don't even know the name of it. <laughs> Do you guys want to play a game? Yes. Yes. Okay. So I have to get it up on my phone. This game is called Do You Know It? About the Corys. <laughs> maggots, Michael. You're eating maggots. How do they taste? Mmm. I see. Because they're in the yeah. show. Also, uh, in my notes app, I have it in my notes app. Uh, mm-hmm. I was taking notes while we were watching that very interesting documentary about the quarries i have level one e5 and so that's what i don't know i put that in my notes app a while ago i guess that's where i parked somewhere oh nice i think that it was at beaumont hospital you know what good good idea for putting in your phone that's a hot tip that people should do it is a really good idea i also have 412 dollars owed to four seasons Mm. i owe the four seasons 412 dollars wow okay so graham yes do you know that Corey Feldman discovered Corey Haim in a teen magazine? I did not know that. Really? Really? Because we watched that four and a half minute interview where he said about it together. Well, I thought that Corey Feldman said that Corey Haim called him on the phone. No. And was like, hey, we're in a movie together. And he was like, okay, whatever. No. No, he saw him and he was like, oh, he's another Corey's taking my, my shit. Yeah. Well, okay. So this is what happened. So Corey, this is another, do you know it about the Corys? Corey Haim and Corey Feldman had a mutual girlfriend. I did know that. A mutual girlfriend. They were dating. Who is it? They, I don't know. Who is she? I have no idea. This hmm. is a mystery. But she kept talking about Corey Haim to Corey Feldman. Bold move. Bold move to talk about your one boyfriend to your other boyfriend. Yeah, I I don't I feel like a lot of guys would not be down with that. Yeah, and so he was very much like, I hate Corey Haim. I don't like him. And then he was flipping through a magazine. He didn't know who he who he was. He didn't know he was an actor. He was flipping through a magazine and he saw a picture of Corey Haim. And that's when he like discovered that, oh, he's an actor named Corey who's 15 just like me. Hate this guy. Right. Oh, so that's why when he called him then, he was already giving him crap. Yes. 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 What magazine do you think it was? Probably Teen Vogue. Teen or, Vogue? Uh, Teen Vogue is a thing. In 1987, you think? Or uh, what is Firestar, Star Beater? Tiger Beat? Tiger Beat. Tiger Star Beater. <laughs> Star Beater. No, Tiger Beat. Tiger Beat. Tiger Beat. Probably Tiger Beat. I can picture it. Um, Corey Haim left Corey Feldman a voicemail, and Feldman thought Haim was a loser. Mm. But they hit it off instantly. Mm. They thought it was cool that they were both named Corey. Hamster and Feldog 
are their nicknames. I did know that. In fact, they gave them to themselves, didn't they? And they went global. I knew that as well because of the hotline. Oh, yeah. Do you know that they did seven flicks together before deciding to go solo? Oh, I didn't know that. I didn't know they were like a little duo. Yeah. Only It was like Corey and Corey. But forever. also, did you know that they're like family? No matter what separates them, <laughs> they will always be together. No matter what goes down. And what was that? What that went down? Uh, probably heavy drug use and stabbings. Patty, uh, patty, patty, patty. I did not know that about the course. I, pl- I, I paid attention. Hey, you really oh did. I'm, I'm actually really impressed. Yeah. Speaking of, Corey Feldman was stabbed? We don't know. If you go to his Instagram, I believe it's something like ccdogg 77 might not be exactly that. He posts a picture of his stab wound, which looks like maybe he pricked himself with yeah. a needle or something. It does that. It looks like, you know, when you go to that the hospital or the doctor and they take blood yeah. and they put the Band-Aid on it and they're like, don't take the Band-Aid off for like seven hours. And then you're always like, but I'm curious. And then you take it off and then you're like, oh, and then you put it back on. That's what it looks like. It did. One time they were like, here, like. Pressed down hard on this with a cotton ball, and I decided that I didn't want to, and my blood squirted everywhere. Oh, my God, that makes me want to throw up. It was great. It did look like he was accidentally given his flu shot in his chest. It really did. It really did. His whole Instagram right now is dedicated to this situation. And I actually heard about this when it happened this week before I even watched this movie or knew I was coming on here. Honestly, if it happened, because I can't, I'm looking at all these different websites, these different like tabloids and reliable news sources, and nobody seems to know for sure. If they do know for sure, another buddy, another another news, buddy, another buddy, another news buddy um, thinks exactly the opposite. I need to know the truth. I need to know. I I would like to know the truth as well because the initial report that I saw was TMZ, and of course, which is believable. Yeah, uh, TMZ so has a lot of they got a lot of hands. Yeah out there looking out for them. So when they said he was stabbed, I was really worried. But then it started coming out that maybe it was a syringe. and I, I was really worried. I would call that a poke. I don't know if I necessarily call yeah. that a stabbing. Well, they said it was because of, unfortunately, um, it was it, Corey Feldman claims it was four Hispanic men who were accusing him of pedophilia. Hmm. Yeah, there's something really weird yeah. and sinister going on with Corey Feldman right now. I think he's trying to like out the like pedophilia in Hollywood, but I also think that it's a Tom DeLong situation. Well, I think they were accusing him of being a pedophile. Oh yeah, these oh, Hispanic oh. men. Oh, speaking of, so, how do you guys feel about Tom DeLong? I don't know who that is. Really, it's yep. the the singer of Blink One Eighty Two. Ah, he so he was kicked out of Blink One Eighty Two. Um, for recently, yeah, for drug use, his like voice got all crazy mm. because he did drugs for a long time. Sad. Uh, well, not recently, a couple years ago. Oh, okay. Well, he has now devoted his life to exposing UFOs, and if you go on his um, Instagram, he talks all the time about how the government is feeding him secrets and how wow. he's the only one that really knows what's going on with this UFO, and it's just. Literally insane. Like, he's gone insane. And, like, he still posts about Blink-182 like he's in it. Like, they're touring. Like, they're, like, doing things without him. Without him. him. 
And I think this is why I don't follow celebrities on Instagram because, wow, that is batshit crazy. It is insane. Like, you please go to Tom DeLonge's. Well, now I will. I will. This happens to people. I once, I had a former friend, I don't think they listen to the show, I guess I'll share, who went to a music festival, um, did some kind of drug. I don't know. I don't do drugs. So it's tough for me to know what they're about. But um, did some kind of drug and basically went crazy, came home and decided he was going to like figure out when the apocalypse was. And he lived with my husband, who is not my husband at the time. And um, he would like print out and photocopy all these things from like different like holy books and like scientists, like publications and things like that. And like highlight all the stuff and like tape things to the wall and like circle them. And he was doing this thing where he was like, very sure that this particular day of that year the world was going to end and he was like atoning and like apologizing to people um and he went crazy this is really interesting guess what the world didn't end we're not (laughs) spoiler spoiler alert everything is fine well guess what things happen and then the thing is you have to like sit down with your friends and tell them all the horrible things you've done to them like all in one like follow foul swoop wow and sometimes that doesn't work out for you because your friends realize that you might be like a shitty person or crazy. I think taping anything to the wall that isn't a poster or piece of art kind of is the first step towards being crazy. Yeah. What? You mean like our little our little items over that's here? That's like a poster. That's a mini poster. Oh, yeah. We have our little punchy card. Yeah, that's a mini poster. Punchy update. Punchy update. He's reached level 10 in my Animal Crossing pocket camp. Oh. And so unfortunately, he's not really doing much. He can visit, but he doesn't want, like, he wants, so you don't interact with him because he wants, like, different fruits and bugs and fish. But I'm not really, like, getting anything in return because he can't, like, move up in any levels. Um, so, so he's just a mooch. Punchy's a mooch. Yeah, I think we need a new Animal Crossing guy. I think so, too. But Punchy, and well, now I can change his clothes though, so he's not wearing that plaid shirt anymore. But if anyone I love wants it. to look lo- up Punchy from lo- Animal Crossing, I love that plaid shirt. No, oh, well, right now I have him in a Mario shirt and a Mario hat and a Mario nose and a little mustache. So he's going through a Mario phase? He is because right now, oh my God, I can't believe I'm talking about this. Right now, if you play Animal Crossing, we're in phase three of three of the large scale Mario event. Oh. You can still collect Mario items. Right now I'm collecting peach items. Whatever. This is not an advertisement for Animal Crossing. <laughs> Do they have Yoshi Fridays? No. Uh, there are no Yoshi items. No Yoshi. Why did you say that? Is there something funny that goes with that? No. <laughs> you just made up Yoshi Friday? Yeah, because I thought that would be cool. That would be cool. Instead of Jean Friday, Yoshi Friday? I'll bring it up to the makers in Japan. Uh, okay, so it, it was discovered at the end of the movie that the grandpa knew that there were vampires, vampires running rampant in um, Santa Clara. Santa Clara. Wait, Santa Clara? Santa, Cla- San- Santa Carla. Carla. Santa Wait. Clara is the real place. Oh, oh like in that Netflix show, Santa Clara. Are Diet there vampires Desert. there? Mm, who knows? Actually, t- zombies. Uh, oh, it's zombies. Sorry. I'm pretty I've sure never, she's a zombie. Yeah, I've only seen one episode. I've never seen an episode. But she, yeah, she eats people. You're um, right. I think because they keep saying that it's the murder capital of the world, Santa Carla, Santa Clara probably was like, eh, we're not going to sign off yeah, on you. We don't like that. could that. be. But the grandpa knew. Why did he stay there? I think, so... There's always an out in scary movies. Mm-hmm. Always. There's always someone that's at fault. Michael's at fault. He was just trying to get some, 
get some action from a pretty lady and then he accidentally turned into a vampire. Talk well, about an STD. Well, I mean, Ooh. the mom is at fault, too. Don't Why is the mom at fault? Don't sleep with your boss. The only reason they wanted to seduce Michael into becoming a vampire was because their boss wanted the mom. But she wasn't sleeping with him at that time. She just met him. She just, like, casually met him because she found that little boy... Mm. Um, and brought him to that shop. Yeah, brought him to the shop, yeah. and then he, then the boss was like, "Oh, well, hey." Mm, mm. I think it's also mm. funny that I'm sure it's probably been pointed out before, but in the beginning, the son at Michael asks if there's any jobs, and one of the strangers says, "Nothing legal," and so that makes it sound like there's no jobs in that place besides stuff that's illegal. I don't think there was a job. I think that guy was just um, looking for a pretty lady. I think that this is a terrible place and I don't want to go. There's parties every night, which is cool if you're into that. But at the same time, like, what is the economy based on? Basically that boardwalk, I guess. Yeah, Yeah, it's like Atlantic City. It's like all the other boardwalks. Yeah. It's just little tourism-y things. Uh, What is that song? On the boardwalk. I think it's under. We'll be having some fun. Underneath the board. Or under the board. Yeah. Under the board. It's under. For sure under. It's under. Yeah, for sure under. Oh, are they going to have sex? Probably. Oh. You know why I know that is because, I don't know why. I've only been to one boardwalk in my life, mm-hmm. Atlantic City. I went there for a basketball tournament when I played in a pet band at the University of Dayton. Um, and there are cats everywhere. I want to go. Like, I know you're like, yeah, they're everywhere. Oh, no, you can't go under the boardwalk because there are literally hundreds of cats. Don't go down there because you might step on a cat and it might get mad at you and like bite you and you might get rabies. Vampire cats? Maybe. Vamp cats. I'm not sure. We went in March and no one was there except for us. And it was like literally the scariest place I've ever been to in my life. Hmm. That does sound scary, actually. It was very creepy. I've never been to it. I've been to Vegas, which is like the the oh the Atlantic Atlantic City of the desert. Right? I feel like it's yeah. I believe that's on the sign when you come into Vegas, <laughs> the Atlantic City of the desert. I feel like it's well, yeah, Atlantic City. I swear it's gonna close. I mean, this was like the creepiest place I've ever been. Well, is it still open? Yeah, I mean, this was only this was in two thousand. 11. What would have to happen for a city to close? Like, what would happen for, like, like the mayor to be like, that's it, we're done, and then they close the doors? I don't... Like, has it ever happened? Has a city failure ever... of infrastructure. Yeah. Where would everyone go? I don't know if you can do that. I, do you have to? I mean, a city can claim bankruptcy. Yeah, but then the state takes over, so it's not like people have to leave. What if the state fails? I don't. Oh my God! Let's hope it doesn't. I guess that's a good question, Patty. We need to know. We need to know if you know what happens when a city fails. Email us at spooky, sexy, scary at gmail dot com. Someone has to work in politics that listens to this, or a lawyer or something. Yeah, I'm not that person. I don't know. Hmm. Interesting. I just know that. I mean, I've. I mean, yeah. When Detroit declared bankruptcy, and when Pontiac, the state took over. There weren't like I remember when I went to school in Pontiac and I went bankrupt. There like there weren't Pontiac police anymore. Like there were state troopers everywhere. Mm. And I remember that the jail failed and all of the people broke out of jail. What? Yeah, we had to go into lockdown and they were just like running around everywhere. Wow, this is terrifying. I think I need fine. to go look that up because yes. that is insane. Yeah, yeah, that is absolutely <clears throat> insane. Maria, I started to ask you a question and oh. I said I will stop I'm going to ask it on the podcast do you know what it was about 
It was about something you wanted me to watch. Oh. A mini series? Yes. Okay. Okay. There was a mini series that came out when I was, I want to say middle school, maybe 2004. Maybe. I was in high school in 2004 when I was. No, you weren't. No, I was in high school in 2005. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, yeah, I was definitely in middle school. So, the story is that there's this house, there's this haunted house, and they want to figure out what's going on in this haunted house because people keep dying in this house. So, they bring in this, like, team of paranormal activity workers, parapsyche people. Mm-hmm. And there's, like, this one psychic woman that's really into it. There's, like, this little girl that has all these powers that... Her, like, big sister comes with her. Hmm. There's, like, Danny DeVito, I'm pretty sure. Um, There's, like, a man with glasses. I don't know. They, like, go to this house. And the house, like, is super haunted and eats people. Mm. And the house can move. Mm. Like, it changes. Like, teleport? No, no. Like, the staircases change. Oh, oh. Like, you'll be walking up the staircase, and then all of a sudden it moves, like a Hogwarts situation, but Mm -hmm. scary. And I do remember someone had sex with a ghost. Oh. I think it was on ABC. Pretty sure. (gasps) I'm also pretty sure Danny DeVito was in it. And you don't remember the name? I don't. It was... Oh, Betty. I'll look it up later, though. If if Danny DeVito is for sure in it, then we can just look it up on IMDb. I'm like, I'm pretty, very, very sure. Okay, because if he's not in it and we go to Danny DeVito's site. Maybe it's called, it's, okay, I grew up near a creek called Red Run. And it, I. And it, Patty, <laughs> I feel like you're about to say the words Red Rum to me. No, 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 no. It, it's something, it's something like Red Run. Because I remember growing up, this is like so embarrassing. My mom, like, when it was like playing, because it was like three or four parts. <laughs> My mom was like, time to watch Red Run. And I was like, it's not what it's called, Mom. And now I don't remember. Is this, okay, wait a second. Is this something that could have potentially aired immediately after American Idol? Maybe. I didn't watch American Idol. I have a feeling that I might have watched. Is this like the same era as Dinotopia? I don't know what that is. There was another ABC miniseries. They were like very into miniseries at that time. They were. So like instead of there was like a whole primetime slot, like really a double slot because it's like four to five movies really is what the miniseries is, right? Um, Because they're just they're like I feel like they were like an hour and a half episodes or something. And um, one miniseries would end and then the next would begin. And Dinotopia I was very into. Give them that coveted uh, American Idol, you know, lead in. So to get Mm. people get people hooked. Yeah, yeah. I just want to, I, I want to find out what this is and I want to watch it because it was terrifying. It scared me very much, but I loved it. I taped it, but I only taped part two. Oh so I could only watch part two over and over and over again. You could again. probably find it maybe. <sighs> I want to find Dinotopia. I've loved dinosaurs my whole life. Maybe it was called Run Red. That title doesn't really grab me. So <laughs> Run Red. Maybe Rose Red. Mm, better rose red 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 roses uh i don't know Mm. well i'm definitely gonna look it up now because i want to know 
and I'll watch it because it it sounds you had me hooked. It was really, really good. Like there is this one scene where they're in the um, greenhouse mm. and there's a statue of an angel and the Danny DeVito, either Danny DeVito or the Danny DeVito looking lookalike man <laughs> um, was like staring at it. And then like its face started to move and it was terrifying hmm. like the angel little face was like he was like hallucinating yeah was, we'll have to find it i and i quote i said Ugh. oh my god <laughs> i wonder if it costs 4.99 on itunes like uh like Lost Lost Boys Boys? i would pay up to 6.99 to own this miniseries oh all five episodes all whatever. five episodes oh my god easy we have to know. Patty, you should have talked to me about this earlier so we could have looked it up. <laughs> yeah, we should, should have. Uh, oh, well. I hate to hijack this, oh. but I guess since I am the guest, you played in a pep band? Um, yes, of course. How did I miss this part? of? Uh, I don't know if I've ever talked to about this. The um, Dayton Flyer pep band. We wore like red, white, and blue like um, jogger suit things. Oh, nice. And had like um, Dayton Flyer Converse that said like, go Dayton Flyers. It was a very intense pep band. They would, like when we would go to the like NCAA tournament, they we would um, like, um, so at the NCAA tournament, you probably don't know because it's about basketball, <laughs> but there's also like a pep band tournament while you're there. Like and a battle of the bands. Yeah, <gasps> yes, a battle ba- of that's the exactly what it is. And oftentimes um, the Dayton Flyers would win. What uh? What song? Because so, you got to play your best song for the Battle of Bands. What did you guys have like a key song or it's like? Well, it was like it was just about like during the games, like how much pep. And believe me, we had a lot of pep. And we would do things like, uh, I don't know if I can. Uh, I won't tell you how we would do this because it's I, a date and secret. It's, it, this to, really is a secret. What is it? A an a, a non disclosure an, an NDA. Maria yeah. signed an NDA when I, she left the band. A non compete. <laughs> She's never allowed to be in another. Pep man. No, but I can't. (sighs) Let's just say I have a lot of skills looking things up online because of this. But what we would do is we would somehow be able to, um, in a secret way, gather information about the players from the other team. And we would do things like um, find out like very personal information and like make posters and like have like giant blown up pictures of them. You guys are terrible. Yeah, it was really bad. Yeah, we were. Yeah, respect. Um, But it was, yeah, it was, it was the craziest time of my life. And we would, in during March, I mean, we would be the pet band for the women and the men's teams. And we would like travel around the country going to tournaments and stuff. So I like wouldn't go to school in March. I would just be like on the road with the pet band. That's awesome. Yeah, it was really fun. I met some of my best friends there. I think maybe Mike Jones listens to this podcast. Maybe Josh Moore, but Mike for sure. Shout um, out Mike Jones. Shout out. Yeah, shout out Mike Jones. What instrument did he play? Uh, Trombone with me and Josh played trumpet. Um, and Sarah um, played mellow. Well, yeah, mellophone. Um, really, Jones. I hope he's still tromboning. I don't know if he is. I know his wife is in the Indianap, like an Indianapolis community band. Oh, cool. Uh, Sarah, um, yeah, and uh, and yeah, Willie Morris, who played trumpet, is also still a friend. Maybe listens. I don't know. Something really embarrassing happened to me at your birthday party yesterday. Yeah. Oh. So there was a baby there. Love babies. I didn't know the baby was coming. And um, I was like, I told Andy, I want to meet this baby. Okay. So Andy brought me over. <laughs> like, I was talking to the mom, and Andy said, like, this is Sarah. And I was like, okay. This, oh. The mom's name is Sarah. 
And I had a conversation with the mom while, like, you know, touching the baby's head and, like, trying to get its attention. And I I referred to this woman as Sarah at least five times. Turns out that's the baby's name. Yeah. (laughs) Not the mom's name. It's my goddaughter's name. Yeah. So I was just, this woman was like, I don't know, another, two of your other friends. Well, I guess the, the, the one... The one wasn't your friend, but one was kind of your friend. Oh, my friend from work, Rob. Yeah. Oh, this is so weird. They yeah. I don't think they liked me. They didn't know anyone. The I'm, ones that were sitting by Sophia's cage. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Rob is a coworker, and I'm forcing him to be my friend, just like I do with everybody that I want to be my friend. And so I wanted him to come to my birthday party and I told him like, you can bring somebody like come hang out, whatever. So he texted me when he got here. He's like, Hey, we're here. I like, I'm pretty sure we're here, which is normal. Right. When you've never Mm -hmm. been to someone's house, you're like, I think I'm here, but I don't want to like ring the doorbell and have it be like someone else's house. So I opened the door and he walked in and he brought this friend, this girl named Kate that I know. And I was like, um, hi. And she looked at me and was like, Oh, Hey. And I said, I know you. And she's like, yeah. And, Rob was like, I figured because you guys both live in Ferndale. And I was like, no, that's not. No. Everybody we went to high school together. Ferndale, we all yeah. know each no. other. Like we knew each other in high school. We were in choir together in high school. And it was, yeah, they didn't know anybody else. Yeah, I tried I very bad. I tried very hard to talk to them. And I don't think they had any interest. Uh, when I lived in Colorado, I'm moving this conversation to yeah. um, breaking and entering. Oh. So when I lived in Colorado, my first like three days, I would basically just get on my bike. I lived in like a small mountain town. I would get on my bike and I would just ride around town like looking for a job. And one day, it was, I think it was like the third day or something like that. I was just really tired. Like I didn't know anyone. I like didn't have any luck finding a job. Because when like a sweaty person comes into your place of business oh and is like, hire me, you like don't. But I ended up getting a job at a cowboy store, but whatever. So They sold cowboys? <laughs> no, they could sell cowboy materials. Cowboy material, hats, boots. I used to sell cowboy boots. Ropes? Yeah, everything. I used Spurs? To, I used, yeah, I used to sell like $2,000 cowboy boots. Wow. It was the most money I've ever made in my life. Anyways. So I like got home. I got to my apartment. I parked my bike. I like walk up the stairs. I like open the door and I'm like inside and I'm just like really tired and then I hear someone talking on the phone and I'm like who is here this is weird like who is in my house and then I looked around again and realized that it wasn't my furniture and wasn't my stuff on the wall and that I was in fact in someone else's (laughs) house you were in fact the problem (laughs) I was the problem. And this woman was like in the bedroom talking on the phone and I left. And so this person has no idea that I was ever in her oh my house. Gosh. And it's like the most embarrassing slash terrifying <laughs> slash exciting thing that I've ever done. That is really strange. It is so weird. Like I just walked into the wrong house. Like it was a home. Well, like it, a was house like it was an, or an apartment. It was an apartment. I guess that's a little better. How frightening. Yeah, I know. I was scared. This woman needs to be more aware. Yeah. Her, yeah you could have been a crazy person. I I might have been. I mean, I was like near tears. I was like, Aww. if she was like in her living room, it it would have been a completely different story. I would have, I would have yeah. moved back to Michigan that moment. <laughs> yeah, I would have asked yeah. her. I would have said, can you give me a ride to the airport? Oh I have God. to leave. 
Graham, have you ever lived somewhere different that's not Michigan? I lived in Norfolk, Virginia for five years. Oh. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, Norfolk slash Portsmouth. Cool. So, Doing what? I was in the Navy. <gasps> oh, I didn't know that. I had no idea you were in the Navy. Yep. Did you like it? Um, it depends on what day you ask me that question. Mm-hmm. I see. Uh, I did learn a lot of life lessons. I did get to travel the world. That's so. cool. Where, Like where? Where'd you get to go? I went to Europe and the Middle East, mm-hmm. and then I went to Central and South America as well. Wow. That's really cool. What, what ship were you on? I was on the USNS Comfort, which is a hospital ship, and the USS George H.W. Bush, which was an aircraft carrier. Oh. I like that the comfort was a little hot for sick people. Yeah, it you know it's comfort. something that doesn't really you know the Navy doesn't really talk about what they mm. should because they take they have one on the West Coast it's called the Mercy and one on the East Coast it's called the Comfort and they go on humanitarian missions and it's it's amazing wow. some of the stuff they do and they don't really do a good job of telling people about it. So it's really interesting. I on NPR uh, like three months ago they were talking about how the Navy have a, has a sleep deprivation problem. Really. I've had a lot of people ask me that, yeah, from listening to that yeah. NPR thing. Is this true or was it blown out of proportion? Is it just one ship that's sleepy or is it everyone? Well, <laughs> sleepy. I, I mean, I think that definitely goes on. I mean, there's people that work. Mm. I mean, basically, when you're on the ship, you work every day. Yeah. Because uh, there's nothing really else to mm-hmm. do. So you work seven days a week, usually 12 hours a day. Uh, if you work on the flight deck, you work, you know, they fly planes all night, so. Oh, wow. So you're kind of, and that's kind of, I guess I would have to get used to being on a boat and then a plane and then a boat and then a plane. I mean, it's just not like the earth. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah. When I was on the aircraft carrier, I was actually attached to a helicopter squadron that was on there. So uh, even though we did live on the ship when mm. it was deployed, uh, the helicopter people were interesting people. Hmm. Because supposedly the rumor was that they were the people that were too dumb to fly the planes. So oh, so they gave them a helicopter. Yeah, that sounds like a more like a more fun mode of transportation yeah. to me is a helicopter. But they all thought they were Tom Cruise and Top Gun. So the that, helicopter people. Yeah, they? that didn't stop them from thinking oh. that did, they were. Did they hot ever stuff. bring you treats? <laughs> no, they never brought me treats. <laughs> I imagine the helicopter people being like. We brought you candy. From, we brought you taffy. We brought you Reese's. We, that kind of makes sense because they're the ones that are able to get to. Yeah, yeah. So like they come and like they like they're like the Santa Claus of the Navy. Right. They're the Wells Fargo wagon. And actually, oh. they did uh, for our holiday party. They would fly Santa Claus in and land it at our uh, oh my gosh. airstrip. And wow. Was he nice? Uh, yeah, usually. Yeah. Was he ever, like what's an what's a situation where Santa wasn't nice? Uh, sometimes if Santa had maybe been working the night before or had been out maybe uh, drinking the night before, Santa wasn't too nice. Oh. Mm. I know we were talking about NDAs earlier and Instagram mm-hmm. stories. Did you hear somebody bit Beyonce? Yes, it was Santa. <sighs> really? For they- sure? Uh, I don't know. According to the number one podcast that Ever. isn't spooky, sexy, scary, Correct. Who Weekly. Who Weekly. I did hear that, and that's very interesting to me. I don't think it was a real bite. I think it was probably just like a love bite or something. Or It sounds very much like something I would do. I would bite Beyonce. She didn't care, though. She, I guess she just like brushed it off. Yeah. That's why I don't think it was a real bite. Well, but- somebody was like getting up on Jay-Z or something, and she was like, get away or whatever, and then she got bit. Well, supposedly Tiffany Haddish knows, but she had to sign an NDA, so she can't say who. I don't know if I had heard that. But yeah, yeah that's, Tiffany Haddish is the one that revealed the story. But yeah, <sighs> I just I heard. I don't listen that, closely enough, I don't think. 
Yeah. I mean, that's crazy. You have to sign an NDA. She can't say who it is. But she can tell mm. the story. I think that maybe when she signed it, she was like, hold on. I'm not going to sign this unless I can tell the story of my stand-up act. That's my Tiffany Haddish Could impression. be. Was you know good? what's interesting, though, is then you know who she signed the NDA for, not Beyonce. Do you know what I mean? Like, no, I Beyonce's lawyers didn't approach her. I guess, oh. I guess if I had that much money, too, I would just make people sign NDAs all the time. Just like <laughs> anytime, give them money. anytime. I go to a restaurant. I order. I go to the Emory, and I order my favorite salad, the house salad with crispy chicken and, and ranch dressing. <laughs> well, now you just told us. So. Well, no, 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 because I'm not famous yet, so I can't do this. Oh. But when I am famous, mm-hmm. I'm going to go there, I'm going to order it, and then I'm going to say, waitress, sign this NDA. Have you ever signed an NDA? No. Really? You've worked in restaurants, right? Yeah, I, they oh. didn't make me sign it. I worked at Red Robin. Nobody famous came into Red Robin? No. Oh, I thought you might because I couldn't like give the rest. Well, that's know, yeah, like, that's why I've had a sign um, on DAs at restaurants. Someone famous did come into Red Robin. Who? Uh, the, some team moms. And oh. I served them. Caitlin and Tyler? Yeah. Actually, that's a good point, Maria. I totally forgot about that because when we went to Hopkit once, I have a coworker that is allergic to all this stuff, and mm. he wanted to know what was in the crack fries, and he asked the waiter, and he like refused to tell us. Weird. They have to be able to give you that information for allergy purposes, though. Yeah. I feel like the NDA is literally like you can't tell somebody like how to make it. How to make crack fries. Yeah. yeah. I, uh... I mean, I've had to sign um, non-compete. Yeah. I've had to sign yeah. so many non-competes. Did you have to sign one with hot gold? Yes, I did. <laughs> I had to sign one with hot gold. I can never use the word gold outside <laughs> of hot. Yeah. Okay. I can never be in another improv troupe. I'm trying to think of any other famous people. Did anybody other other famous people come to Red Robin? Uh, no. I mean, no. once there's this, like, Tiger's Day where a bunch of, like, Justin Vanderbleek, or what was his name? Vanderbleek. The pitcher? Verlander. Verlander. Ugh, I was his waitress once, and he tipped me nothing. Zero dollars. Oh, really? $200 Fuck bill. him. Yep. We know who you are. We do. Thank God you don't play in Detroit anymore, I think. No, he doesn't. Yeah. He, was he would come in all the time, and we would have to trade who got him because he, him and... His longtime girlfriend, or as whatever current supermodel, whatever the fuck her name is, Kate Upton. Kate Upton. So for a long time, he brought in like his longtime girlfriend, like lifelong girlfriend, and then eventually started dating Kate Upton. And they both parties were very needy, and it was very annoying. And they wouldn't tip. No, and they wouldn't tip. So we'd have to trade who got them. You'd have to be like, I literally had them two weeks ago. He would come in all the time. You know who else wouldn't tip? Who? Michael. What? Or not Michael. Marco. No, 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 no. Oh, shit. I was doing so good. You were so good with the names earlier. Oh, David. David. David wouldn't tip. Mm, because he, rudo. Was a, he was a rudo extremo. <laughs> he was so mean. I didn't like him. They, there, a lot of the vampires were very rude. Do you think vampires are um, rude by like nature? Do you think they're just rude people? Nature or nurture. Well, here's the here's the thing: is my other movie that I was gonna pick, which maybe I should have picked instead, was gonna be Twilight Two. No, we wouldn't have watched that. Twilight it. Two. You would not have been allowed, Graham. I would. Oh. I would have watched it. I love that movie, but uh, the vampires in that, the Cullen family, they're like doing good. You know, the the father works as a surgeon. You know, like Edward, he doesn't. I don't know. I don't know anything. Oh, about they're that. very. They're very. They're a very nice family. They're very. 
Um, you know what's nice about vampire families is that you can choose who's in your family. There you go. I would I would be in a vampire what? family. Yeah. I, like, okay, so let's say me and Graham are family. Or let's say we're vampires. We could start a family. What if you had a baby? Sorry. Would that baby be a vampire if you were a vampire automatically? Uh, I think once you have a vampire um, in your blood, you can't have a baby. That issue is oh. actually tackled in one of the Twilight movies, so I won't spoil it for you. I, yeah, you for can. You. It's fine. I know that they... Well, Bella has a baby, but that's where it's like... You is know, she a vampire? Yeah. Well, she wasn't. No, she wasn't a vampire at that time. When she got pregnant, she wasn't a vampire. Oh, good point. She. So she, um, she, uh, her and Ellen, or <laughs> Ellen, Edward, Ed, Edward, and then who's the her who's the Edgar have sex and then oh. they make a baby, and she's pregnant and then like the pregnancy almost kills her because it's a vamp half vampire baby and the baby's drinking the blood from the inside. And so they have to make her a vampire. Wow. But then I thought you said vampires couldn't give birth. She wasn't. Well, I think maybe because she. I mean, oh, maybe because she was already. Well, and, and also I think that's a problem with this movie, too, is, you know, when you deal with like half vampires, for me, I kind of like it. You either got to be the full thing. Or yeah, not at all, I know? agree. I that feel like that's kind of my, cheating, you know. Part of my issue with this movie, I was like, oh, OK, he's not a vampire, but he is. But well, he's not. it was interesting that he was trying to fight being a vampire. Really, what's the difference? Yeah. Really, I mean, what would what was different? Like, His eyes didn't look weird. Well, he, he, like, towards the end of the movie, he became, I mean, during the sequence where, like, the one vampire was, so the one vampire was put in the bath of, with the holy water, he, right. he, like, fell apart, and the blood came out of, like, every drain in the house. Yeah, that and was then scary. The other one um, caught fire, and then they yeah. impaled. Somebody with those antlers. David. Yeah. And David, oh, oh, I have an issue. Okay. So once you kill the top vampire, mm -hmm. all the half vampires go back to normal. Mm -hmm. Was David a full vampire or a half vampire? Because when he was impaled, he could have survived. I think that how he was impaled, if like he came back to life, it would be okay. Kiefer Sutherland? Kiefer, yeah. I think he was dead. I think he was a full vampire. And then when he died, his, he lost that greasy, nasty stubble he had. Yeah. And was like clean shaven. But really, you guys, what is the difference between a half vampire and a full vampire other than your eyes? Uh, you you don't have to eat people to survive. Oh, when you're a half vampire, you could die if you don't eat somebody? No, no. When you're a full vampire, you can die if you don't eat someone. Oh, I right? see. So nobody really wants to be a vampire. It sounds like there's like a lot of cons. Well, I guess you get to live forever. If you can live forever, how come you have to, if you want to live, what? So if you, uh, so you're not really immortal because you can die if you don't eat people. Yeah, but. You but if you eat people, then you live for indefinitely. Yeah, it's like, what was that book that everyone read in middle school about the fountain of youth? Tuck Everlasting. Tuck Everlasting. Oh, that's a great book. Oh, such a heartwarming story. It's like that. He did die. Tuck died. Yeah. Spoiler alert. Spoiler Eventually, yeah. For all of our um, <laughs> seventh grade listeners. There's a, there's a nice musical of it, if anyone wants Is to it? listen. It's fine. It's not great. Oh. It's nice, though. It's just, it's nice. It's nice. Uh, all right, I have a C-ish block. Okay. Um, 
So I think, well, Keenan Mullaney. Everybody's favorite, Keenan uh, Mullaney? I'm so annoyed with He's him. so nice. I'm just kidding. I love you. He Keenan. is. He's the nicest. Um, Keenan Mullaney told me that he thinks that he's responsible for our um, heavy SoCal listening Oh, oh, he did? Yes, he thinks that he is responsible for it, which one, okay. That's a big claim there, That's Kenan. a big claim, Keenan. Why he is that? he says that he told, when he was on, he told his sister that he was going to be on this podcast. His sister listened, and then he thinks that his sister told a bunch of her friends and that they listened because of him. Mm. So um, I guess the see the correction question mark comes from us not knowing why we have such a heavy <laughs> SoCal listening. It's not because we're like talented no, or people it's because, like us. It's because oh. a man has helped us out. Okay. Yeah. Who he he's not responsible for Idaho though. No, Idaho is all ours. Do you know we have one listener in Idaho that has listened to every single episode? I heard actually Alex Bergman's is big in Idaho, so. Oh. Be- <laughs> Could be really? Yeah. Did you say, is this real? Or are you yeah, no, real. joking? No, I'm serious. How? Yeah, How? Alex in what way? huge in Idaho. In what way? Why? He's got like a ton of Instagram followers that, <laughs> yeah, they're from Idaho. Yeah. So maybe it's Alex Bergman. Or some people, maybe just why some people like Why can't it be for podcast. us? Yeah. Well, that's why I like the show. I was going to say, yeah, why do you thank listen? Thank you. Yeah. What do you like about our show? I like the chemistry. You oh, guys have you. a great chemistry. Wow, thank you. Do you yeah. think that we could sell something? We're thinking about making t-shirts. Yeah. That say I would buy a T-shirt. Oh, thank you. Oh, oh, I had an idea for a T-shirt yesterday. Yeah, I don't remember what it but was. But then it's got to be good, though. Yeah, it will be. Okay. Don't worry. Yeah, I was thinking about having one that said "Night Court?" Question <laughs> mark. Um, I thought about what? How did you find our podcast, Graham? Uh, I believe on the internet. Cool. Oh. Yeah. You guys are big on the internet. We are. And we that's actually because of Pete Jacobs. Yeah? He is big on the internet. He is not even a guest. I don't know why. He should become a guest. He Where should... are you? Be our guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. Be our guest. Put our, our service to the test. test. Oh. We're the best podcast in Detroit. Oh, no. Now i got to finish it. Na, 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 na. Uh, we did a really good job of not talking about this movie, and that's really bumming. That's okay, because Maria really didn't like it. So, But now she owns it. But I love but it. But now I own it. Maybe I'll watch it again. We could talk about it I would recommend time. that. Okay, we got to talk about it, though, a little. So let's rate it. Okay, yes, let's rate it. Um, so you listen to almost every episode, I if do. not every episode. Then we're not going to explain so it. So do you, you know how it works? Yes, you can either do it as one, as a you can split the three, or do each one individually. It could be zero to 100%. So you don't have to split it, but you can mm-hmm. if you I want. I mean, if you want it, kind yeah, of, I guess, yeah. yeah. Uh, this and is actually plugs, t- of course. This is a test to see how well I have described it in the past. Uh, I will go first. So <sighs> spooky. 85% be spooky, sexy, 100%. There is that very intimate, very interesting, very exciting ocean sex scene. Loved it. Wish there was more. Wish there was more. Um, always, also, the Feldmans were in it. Or, no, just <laughs> one. The Corys were the in Corys. it. Corys, yeah. They were so cute. Actually, you know what? I don't really like Feldman. I don't like the Feldman Corey. He's still alive, which I think if one Corey should be alive, it should be the Hames one. <laughs> and I that's, also, a, that's an interesting take. I also think that <laughs> oh he's God. lying about being stabbed. <laughs> he just wasn't as cute as the other Corey. And... I'm going to tag him on Twitter and I hopefully he listens to this episode. I can't believe that you're just, <laughs> like, you're choosing who should live and who should die. That is my right. Um, so 
Corey. Uh, scary. Uh, there's like a couple little <laughs> movies or Whoa. moments. Um, so I would give it 15%. My plug, Hot Gold every Sunday. Graham has seen Hot Gold a lot. Yeah, cool. Very good. Very Thank funny. Thank you. Um, that's really all I have going on right now. Uh, I have my troop job hoppers are going to be at Pointless. Mm. Uh, that's me and Lily Kai's. We're going to be at Pointless on April 14th. Uh, yeah. So those are my only two like things going on right now. You can follow me at Patty G-H-O-L-D on Twitter. You forgot the U. Oh, shit. <laughs> Patty G H O U L D. There you go. I follow that Patty too. Oh, I don't like her. Yeah, <laughs> not as funny, let me tell you. Thank you. All right, Graham, take it away. I would rate this 90% sexy Ooh. because I did love the hair and the fashion. Yes, it was dirty. Yes, it was grimy, but hey, that was the 80s. Scary, I would only say, especially now, having watched it again, I would say it's only about 20% scary. Mm. Really, the scares weren't there. Whereas when I, when I watched this when I was younger, there was I would put it at like 70% scary, but mm. now it just doesn't uh, take the cake. But I would yeah. say, I would, I would rate it maybe 40% spooky because there were some spooks in there. Yeah. There A lot were. more than there were scares. So. I tend to agree. Plugs? Uh, I'm in the Planet Ant Master's class, and you can watch us every Thursday <laughs> until about April something. Uh, we perform Mortal Kombat, which is... Too hard to explain. In fact, sometimes we can't even explain it. So you just have to come and watch it. I'm going to come next Thursday. Cool. Yeah. Now that non-player character is over. Yes. I think we're playing at point on Friday the 13th. So with the class. Nice. Okay. Cool. And then what's your Twitter? Uh, I'm on Twitter. uh, Graham Petty says. I believe it is all together. No spaces, no dots. Petty, P-E-T-T-Y. Oh, 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 okay. All right. Maria is dying, but you can follow her at at Princess Pizza on Twitter. All right. Spooky. Very. 90%. Um, I liked when that guy melted mm. in the holy water. Out the holy water, every time somebody got squirted and part of their skin, like, acidically destroyed itself, I loved it. Um, and then just, of course, general spookiness. Teeth like that are always spooky to me. Vampire teeth. Um, sexy. There were a lot of people's hair I liked. Some I didn't, but a lot that I liked. And very romantic sex scene. So I'm going to say 75%. Scary. I'm going to say 40. I did feel like it was frightening. I didn't know how it was going to end. I didn't know when a new vampire was going to jump out at me. I found that to be scary. Ooh, plugs. First, see all uh, producer Annie and All Childish Things. Ross Bouts Theater, Milan, Michigan, uh, May, I don't know, 29 or something through June 20th. Um, I will be singing in uh, the opera Turandot with the Detroit Symphony Orchestra, June, thank you, June 8th and 10th, uh, conducted by Leonard Slatkin with the vocal group ODV. Follow me on Twitter, Princess Pizza, three S's, three Z's. Yes. Um, Thank you so much for being on. This was a lot of fun. Thank you for having me. I have envisioned you being on for a while now so yes. this is really nice for you to come yeah, yeah to twist my arm uh take graham as an example he tweets at us all the time oh i love it i love that i'm, the, so- I'm the anti-nick b because i actually love the show oh, thank you thank so you. thank much. you so much i really appreciate I'm applauding you. you graham um you're a very funny guy I love watching mm-hmm. you perform and uh, i agree i guess that's it that's it 
Bye. Bye. My little brother, a goddamn shit something vampire. Spooky, Sexy, Scary is produced by Hearsay Studios. If you have a movie you'd like to watch with us, email us at SpookySexyScary at gmail.com. You can also contact us on Twitter at SpookySexyScary.